All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Speaking Sunshine. Today's episode is really, really exciting because one, I'm having my first ever guest on the podcast. Woo! But two, it's one of my very best friends, someone that I look up to that I literally feel like so lucky and blessed to have in my life. And she's just one of those friends like my, like she sends me books. Like we send each other books back and forth. We talk about like our brains and our mental health and manifesting. And it's just, it's the right kind of friendship. The friendship I needed like 10 years ago, but that's okay. Like I'll have her for like the next 50. So I want to, I want to introduce Alyssa Daniels from Your Wellness Bestie. That's her Instagram handle. And Alyssa um, is helping women become their highest self through healthy habits, natural healing, and plant medicine. Again, you can find her on Instagram as your wellness bestie. She's also the regional director of the New England Babes Who Create group, which is a chapter of our um, Babes Who Create community that I've told you all about already so far. So her and I, we we have a lot of connections um, and a lot of things that we agree on in chats. And so today's episode is going to be about marijuana and mental health, which are two topics that Alyssa and I, um, we could go on forever about, but don't worry. We won't, we won't talk too much. We have a few questions jotted down and a few notes, so we don't talk y'all's ear off, but I want to give Alyssa just a little second to introduce herself and say hi. And um, just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got in to these healthy habits, um, why they are so important to you, um, and kind of how you got into plant medicine and all that. That was the sweetest intro ever. Thank you so, so much. I'm so excited to be starting up this conversation. And I'm so grateful for our friendship. Like you said, it's something I could have (laughs) used 10 years ago. (laughs) But here we are, we found each other now. um, And it's seriously such a blessing to have somebody to talk to about this kind of stuff. Um, And for me, my whole life, I really, really struggled with mental health in and out of, you know, inpatient psych units, depression, anxiety, PTSD, trauma, you name it. It was there. Um, Inpatient hospitalizations, probably like seven or eight times in my late teens and early 20s, every prescription pill under the sun. And it just seemed like no matter what prescription they put me on, it led to more complications and more prescriptions. And it was like the more pills I had to take, the more side effects I had. So then I had to take more pills for those side effects. And it was just this really brutal spiral. And I totally lost all sense of who I was in being able to connect with my intuition and my physical body and my brain. And I was just a zombie. And it led to me being in actually the worst mental health state of my life. And you would think that with all of those pills, I'd have my shit together, but it was quite the opposite effect. And so that's when I started looking into natural healing and, you know, cannabis specifically as an alternative. And I'm not a doctor, I would never tell you to get off your medications. But under doctor supervision, I was able to get off all of those pills and be completely natural. And so now I want to help other people do that. That is amazing. That like literally just like makes my heart so warm knowing that you finally got, you know, to that end goal. Like my mom has rheumatoid arthritis and Mm -hmm. I can feel you on the whole thing of like taking more pills and then taking more pills to like help with the side effects of those pills. And then like, she always had to change treatment because of like her liver. Cause like she used to get her liver checked all the time because she takes so many pills to help her through the rheumatoid arthritis. And unfortunately 
you know, I, I don't think there's a link yet or they found anything, but cannabis can't stop your joints from eating themselves, which is what is happening to her. But I can definitely feel you and relate to the part of just all those pills. And like, I've seen the toll it takes on her, on her mental health, you know, and I know that's like a big goal of hers. So I'm so glad that you were able to get off all those like pharmaceuticals and everything. Yeah. Um, and so your mental health, like really like, you know, for example, you really do feel a big difference, like, and like, not just like your health as in like feeling good, but like, you know, like we talked about your mental health, like you feel a huge difference between using the pills that were prescribed to you from a doctor versus cannabis. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like I'm actually present in my own life and I know who I am. Whereas before I felt like I had no control over my life and I didn't know who I was and I was just going through the motions. And obviously that has a detrimental effect on mental health and the complete opposite effect of somebody going through that kind of treatment wants to see. Oh, goodness. So did you have any initial thoughts about marijuana? Like before you started using it, like for example, me, um, which is something that we can get into more as we speak. Like I had, I kind of let the media and our government kind of, um, I guess we should say program my mind onto how I thought about marijuana. And I will admit, I am the person that I'm trying to convert, right? I was the person that I'm trying to convert right now. Anyone that's listening, I was very close-minded about cannabis. I definitely looked down upon it and I did use it very sparingly growing up as a young girl, just, you know, not having, just being bored and whatever, but like, I, I wouldn't want anyone to know that I did it, you know, and I was very embarrassed by it. And I just judged it because I had it very much associated with just like this, you're lazy, like just silly, like a druggie. Like I really thought it was this terrible, awful drug, which I literally laugh when I say that now, because I can't even believe I ever thought that way. I truly cannot believe I ever thought that way about cannabis because it has saved my mental health in ways that I truly cannot describe. And I used to think so poorly of it. So I'm curious before you switched over and started using this to help your health, did you have any thoughts about that about cannabis or were you already like, no, that like, I'm not going to (laughs) let the government dictate on how my, you know, think about cannabis. No, I totally am with you on that. I was very close minded. And, you know, there's this stigma about it that stoners are lazy and they sit on the couch all day and they eat snacks all day. And (laughs) that's the image that I had in my head because that's what we're taught in school. And it's a gateway drug and all of these kinds of things. But there's just so much misinformation out there. And while it absolutely can be abused, and there absolutely are people that fit that stigma and fit Mm -hmm. that stereotype, it's not reality for the majority of people who use it in a medicinal way. And I think that's what really changed it for me. Um, I know all the states have different laws, but in Connecticut, you know, it is not legal unless you have a medical card. And so I did go through the process of getting my medical card that I qualify for. And through that process, I was just so opened up to the science behind it and the health benefits behind it. And I was just so mind blown. And, and it was like when I started learning about the different strains and terpenes and learning how to dose myself correctly, yes, not overdose myself, but yes. you know, like what kind of, whether I'm 
using it in the form of a mint or a tincture or smoking it or vaping it or whatever it is like everything has its own purpose and reacts in your body differently. And so once I started learning about that, and I was in my own home as an adult educated in a safe space to experiment with it, I was completely mind blown. And I have honestly been the most creative I've been in my life, the most productive I've been in my life, the happiest I've been in my life, you know, since using it consistently every day. That is so amazing. I'm so happy for you. Like you have no idea. Like that makes me so happy to hear because that's exactly kind of how it was for me, you know, especially at the beginning, just like you said, like I definitely, the way that they kind of taught it in school, it just kind of makes me sad. It's like the gateway drug, super lazy. You're on the couch, just eating snacks. And I would love to get into that topic too, of like the proper dosage, because Mm -hmm. the few times that I did smoke, um, you know, I wasn't doing the proper dosage. It's kind of like, I love comparing it to, okay, guys, let's talk about alcohol. If you've never had alcohol before in your life ever, ever, and you go straight in and you have a sip of beer, how are you going to feel? You're going to feel somewhat all right. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. to be disgusting, whatever. If you go straight in and you have a shot, Versus, you know, instead of that first sip of beer, you just go in and you just have a shot. Um, you're probably going to throw up. If you go straight in and let's say you do a beer bong for, and you've never had alcohol before in your life. Yeah, you're probably going to throw up that beer. You're going to be really drunk. You know what I mean? You have no tolerance. It is what, it, you know, how it is. We've kind of accepted that with alcohol. Like, oh, they're, you know, they're like a lightweight. That's why they get so drunk off of just like one glass of wine. And there's another girl that can have like four glasses of wine. So just like you said, like every strain affects our body differently. And the way you smoke it, which is dosing it, you know, in a sense, um, is very, very important. If you've never smoked weed before and you want to experiment, experiment with it, I suggest taking it one hit of a joint the first time you smoke. Literally one hit of a joint, not even out of a pipe, not out of a bong. I do not suggest smoking out of bongs at all at the beginning. And so you can really (laughs) get that adjusted. And the first time I smoked weed, I smoked it out of a bong. And I was literally like holding on to the kitchen counter of the house I did it at. Like, I want this to end. I want this to end. Like, I can't walk. Like, oh my God, I just felt so hot. You know what I mean? Because I never, ever smoked on a regular basis. And the few times that I did, I was not dosing it right at all and I was most likely probably mixing it with some alcohol too like I already been drinking and then I'm like oh okay sure I'll take a hit and that that really was one of the main reasons for my you know not proper thoughts about marijuana because I I was abusing it like not even abusing it but I wasn't using it correctly and I wasn't looking into it right and again so that way I was like going around and I had friends in my life that you know um, towards the end of college where, you know, I guess we could call them, which I hate this term, but I'm like, whatever, becoming more destitute. They were huge potheads. And when I had a friend come to class or come, like I would do some workout classes at the gym or at, what do you call it? At the rec. And we would have partner workouts and my, my partner would show up high. I would literally, I would judge and be really mean, which oh, now yeah. I look back, I'm just like, wow, I, how dare I, a person who had no idea what they were doing when they were smoking, get so stupidly high, could go around and judge and tell someone else that marijuana or cannabis, whatever we want to call I love calling it cannabis more, um, is not okay for them to do, you know, before they work out, before, like, how could I dictate someone in the way that they were doing it when I wasn't even doing it right myself? I wasn't doing any research. I wasn't doing anything, you know, and this person in my life was totally experimenting, like way better than I was, like actually looking into it, doing research, properly dosing himself and everything. And he could come to class, you know, hi. And again, I would be so mean and be like, you're not gonna be able to perform as well. I'd be mean to him in class. And 
you know, when I finally hit that stick, when I finally, you know, for me, it took getting dumped at the end of college um, and just getting into a really, really, really bad depression that I just could not pull myself out of. And a friend suggested to me um, to just get a little bit of cannabis, do a little bit. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't anything. It was truly affecting my life. And she was like, just, I literally bought $10 worth. It lasted me a month. And I did a little bit each night. And once I grew that tolerance and the first time I ran, it was like a euphoric moment for me. And like, that's just putting it lightly. Like I literally was like, Whoa, it was like my brain like connected to this other spot that it just had never connected before. And was like, I was a judgmental bitch. <laughs> like, how dare I? I, I just ran three miles without stopping. And I've never done that before in my life. And all it took was me getting high to call, like ease my mind to stop thinking before when I would run, I think I hate this. I hate this. This hurts. Blah, blah, blah. And then I got literally a tiny bit high and I was like, Ooh, trees, flower. Oh, clouds. Oh, I'm alive. I'm free, baby. I can run. Like my mindset is totally different when I'm, you know, when I smoke and ran versus like the, the judge, the judgmental way that I was thinking, like, there's no way anyone could do this. No, I've been taught that you can't do this. I've been taught that this is a really, really bad thing. And if you do this before you do anything, you're going to be lazy sack of shit while doing it. And that changed for me when I, again, was kind of forced into using cannabis to help my mental health. And when I saw the effects of that, again, like I said, like, it made me very not only mad at myself, but kind of just mad at society that like, we didn't, that they weren't giving and teaching kids at all, you know, um, any kind of, or, you know, even allowing them to make their own opinions about it. You know what I mean? They like shoved it down our throat from day one, those dare, I'm sure you had dare, like do whatever that thing was like a program yeah, that came to yeah. our school that told us not to do drugs, just, you know, of how bad it was. And no one ever talked about the benefits of cannabis, which if you do your research, which we won't get too much into this, but I've done a lot of it, it kind of like, why did this happen? Why did the government feel the need to like mark, to, to put this on the same level as meth when it comes, right. you know, and I mean, that, 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 that's insane. And what I've come to, you know, from all my research and again, don't like, I'm sure I'll botch some of this, but you know, back in the day, you know, way early on before cotton, they realized that cannabis, THC, CBD, I mean, marijuana, I mean, it's a, it's a very complex plant and can do so much, like almost in a sense, kind of what caught, you know, it can, it, it can be turned into, um, what am I, I'm botching the words right now, but it can basically be used like cotton and it's way cheaper and everything with marijuana, you can grow it. It's cheaper. It's easier to grow and all that kind of stuff. And the government basically realized that from the beginning. So they made all of these super fear mongering commercials about, you know, people smoking weed and how bad it was for whatever. And they classified it the same way as meth, because again, it can do more and make basically less money for the government in the long run than cotton and pharmaceuticals, you know, companies can do. And when you think about it like that, it's like, okay, well maybe, you know, I should experiment a little bit with it and kind of look more into how this can, you know, help my mental health. And once I kind of researched and looked into that, I was like, okay, yeah, like I don't trust the government. I haven't like basically since I found out what the government was and anything the government doesn't want us to like and do. I mean, if you can promote and push alcohol down my throat and tell me to drink and have all these ads for this, have all these ads for tobacco and oh my gosh, just Google the history of like cigarettes and like the marketing for that. I mean, they were promoting for like young kids to smoke cigarettes back in the day. You know, if we can go fight war and we can do all this stuff, but I can't, I can't do anything with the plant that grows out of the ground. I smell something fishy, very fishy. So started making my own opinions on that. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know how you feel about all that in the government, like in their um, kind of role in to me kind of like criminalizing marijuana. No, I agree with you. And I think that when you hear people like us share our stories with it, it kind of humanizes the plant and it shows different ways that it can be used because you know if you don't have people in your life I promise you you have people in your life who use cannabis on a regular basis but if you don't have people in your life who are open to having that conversation because there is so much stigma about it you know and you see that mom on Instagram post about smoking a joint after kids go to bed and she gets freaking slammed but that mom who just drank a whole bottle of wine after yes. went to bed like, gets glorified and the health effects of that wine are so much more detrimental uh there's no negative side effects of cannabis when used correctly you know mm-hmm. like the negative side effects of cannabis are going to be anxiety and paranoia but mm-hmm. that means you used too much mm-hmm. right even when smoking it and one of my favorite books is called A Woman's Guide to Cannabis. Um, and it's the like heading of it is using marijuana to feel better, look better, sleep better and get high like a lady. And I learned so much from it. And people will say, well, smoking is bad for your lungs. Vaping is bad for you, that kind of stuff. But what people don't realize is the cannabis plant has such strong anti-inflammatory properties that you don't have those negative effects of smoking on your lungs because it's there's it's just the way that the uh like plant compound is in this book breaks down the exact like molecular you know scientific breakdown of all the molecules in the plant and why that is i'm i'm not an expert in that so i'm not going to try to regurgitate it <laughs> i love you for sharing that so much oh my god i love you for yeah. sharing that so that even just educated me a little bit and for anyone listening if you even have like asthma or you're just again like not good at smoking like vaping like not like a vape like cigarette vape pens but like weed vape pens or like a buddha look it up buddha vape systems they're a little pricey but again like you're not combusting anything when you're smoking it that way so if you really are one of those people that just don't even like like I have like I have a few people in my life like that a few friends that just only do edibles and only vape because they just don't like smoke you know what I mean some just have a problem with it and some just don't like it so if you're even listening to this and you're like I just don't like smoke and whatever do the edible route or get a Buddha vape and again the Buddha vapes or any other kind of brand of those it's not combusting the weed. It's like a, it's a conduct, a convection. <laughs> it's like heat glass with the weed in it. So like your weed is actually still there and it's fully like full still. It's just brown because it only sucks out the THC part of the weed. And you can actually use that already vaped bud um, to make more edibles and to do more with it. Cause there's still THC in it. So it's like a really good way to like recycle your weed too. So Thank you um, for sharing that about, I didn't know about the anti-inflammatory other stuff that it has in it to help it with the smoking um, when you do actually smoke it. So that's like a really good thing to share. And I know, I love that. I know that now that I can tell more people when people are like, well, the smoking part. And obviously too, I think we should point out, Alyssa, if you're smoking out of a pipe or if you're smoking out of a bong or something like that, if you're not cleaning it on a regular oh, basis, yeah. guys, like, come on. That's like, that's, that's like, to me, like, okay, are you going to keep, you know, eating cereal out of the same bowl for a week? Right, right. 
<laughs> you know, like <laughs> I have some friends that do some really ratchet stuff when it comes to smoking and I do not promote that at all. And like, don't no. like, yes, when I was young and dominant idiot, I would smoke out of foil in a water bottle, but please, please, oh my gosh, anyone nice. listening to this, do not do that. That is so bad for your brain. Like so bad. And pretty much most States, like you spoke about, Alyssa, they have the medical the you know like the medical marijuana um now i think like texas and a few ones are even like the only ones not in texas they actually even decriminalize it so if you even are caught with marijuana it's only a 50 dollar ticket whereas before you'd get sent straight to jail but um with the medical cards don't let that intimidate you i mean i'm not saying to go out there and like fake it but i do believe especially after this pandemic like a lot of people like could use i i i I will literally tell anyone every day like don't turn to alcohol turn turn to cannabis like don't turn to hard drugs turn to cannabis like turn to cannabis 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 and if you feel like you can't your state because you don't have your medical card we got I got mine out here before it was fully legal and it really is not hard of a process or scary and don't think that like no, it was so yeah was it easy for you what was it like it was so easy I you know found this uh, doctor's office that they're huge um, supporters of cannabis for all of the health reasons. Mm-hmm. And so I met with one of their doctors and they kind of took me through my history. And, you know, you ha- you can look up for your state on your state's website what conditions qualify you for the card. So you know what you're calling about before you go. And it was just a phone call and they talked to me. I sent them some medical records that I already had and that was it. Literally within the next day, I had my temporary card. Wow. That's amazing. That's pretty much how it was for us out here too. So, I mean, again, don't let that intimidate you if you're like scared about it. And of course, you know, you can always, I'm like literally down to help anyone. <laughs> like if you're scared, even what to say on the call, like kind of do what Alyssa said, um, look up what your state requires and then just, you know, we all, to me, I think that, you know, deep down if you need marijuana, you know what I mean? And you want it and you like, let's say you're trying to like not drink as much or you're just having mental health issues or whatever the case may be. Like, I think that, um, you know, you know, if you need it and like Alyssa, like, like Alyssa mentioned earlier, which I love that you brought up, which we need to talk about real quick, um, kind of about, it's really the person um, when it comes to marijuana, you really need to know your limits and know, um, and kind of be able to tell early on, okay, I'm going to use this or this isn't right for me, et cetera. Sorry if y'all can hear any of that. For some reason, my neighbors are like banging and, um, I don't know, like having a fight next door or something. I don't know what they're doing over there, but anywho, I think, I think you're good. I don't know. Okay, right. good. Um, Anywho, it really is the person, for example, like we, you know, have talked about when it comes to either, you know, gun laws or obesity, we don't blame the fork, you know, for obesity. We don't blame the the gun. We blame the person who's holding the gun. You know, we don't blame, oh, all the good food in the fork for someone being obese. No, they made the choice to eat that food. I believe that with marijuana. Like if you are already lazy, if you're already a person that, you know, struggles really hard with like motivation and sitting around like yeah you might abuse it and you might sit around and get high and just whatever to me it really is the person so this can enhance to me characteristics and features of your personality that you um have which for me I love that you brought this up too Lisa I literally went from thinking I am not a creative person to literally I'm like I that's who I am I am creativity baby and I also went from yes. um never going on a hike in my life before And not even being like an advent hiker to literally being obsessed with the outdoors, literally being obsessed with hiking, like can't get enough of it. Like my confidence 
it just everything because again, I like you, you know, like you even kind of said, I feel like I know myself more now, which is crazy because I know some people listen to this, like, how can you know yourself when you're, and I hate to use this word, but when you're retarded. But again, that's because you're smoking it wrong and you're smoking too much before you have a tolerance to it. That's why you feel quote unquote, you know, retarded. Like I let the, because that's how I felt when I first started smoking was just straight up like, yeah, just use the word too high instead. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's better. Too high. Um, but not even that, just like, again, like so much that I could, I just could not function. Like I could, like when I first started smoking, I could, I literally could not do anything but eat and laugh. That was it. Those were the two qualities that were left to me when I started smoking. But again, cause I was not properly dosing myself and I was, yeah, again, smoking way too much too soon. So I would always kind of question that, like how, when people would tell me you can be motivated and you can do this, no, that can't be me. You have to grow a tolerance to it. Your body has to get used to it. It's kind of, you know, how some people can drink every night and they can do X, Y, and Z. And they're like, yeah, I was drunk. You didn't know. And you couldn't realize, and you're like, oh my gosh, I get wasted off of like one beer and I can't even like walk. That's to me the same thing. Like we compare other things in life. When you work out and you're doing the same workout too much and your body gets used to it. And it's kind of just like on that like field that to me, that's kind of how it is. For, and it's different for everyone. But for me, that's how it was. I had to grow that tolerance toward it um, with it first in my body to kind of just not, um, I don't know how to explain it, lose every other function, but being able to eat and um, laugh. And once I walked over that bridge and got to that other side, I'm telling you, it is a completely different like universe over here with cannabis. Like it's not even the same versus like, you're new, you're only doing it. And I don't know if you agree with that or not, Alyssa. I know like, some people can feel different, but I really feel like if you smoke like once every six months, I don't know if you're ever going to be able to smoke and not be that way. You know what I mean? Not be the person who's just laughing, wanting to eat. Cause that's how it was for me when I wasn't regularly smoking. You know, I don't know if that's how it is for you. Like if you take a long tolerance break, do you feel like you get more goofy high than if you don't? Honestly, I think it depends because like for me, the thing that stands out to me the most that like I never expected to happen, you know, with my depression and this was even like within the last year, you know, I've been learning so much more about this. I didn't get my medical card until last Mm -hmm. year. Um, And when I would, when I would have my depression kind of flare up, if that's what you want to call it, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good word. (laughs) Um, You know. I wouldn't get out of bed for days. And then it's like, I wouldn't get out of bed to even eat. And so like the longer I went without eating, the more nauseous I would get. And the more I didn't leave my house, I would get more anxious about leaving the house. So it was like this downward spiral that I was stuck in because it's like the longer I stayed stuck, the harder it was for me to even think about even just walking to my kitchen. Uh Whereas now, you know, when I feel myself in that and I'm like I cannot get out of bed today I will take a microdose of a sativa strand which is like the uplifting Mm -hmm. strand and I have these little mints and they're like they're microdoses tiny 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 amount of it in the mints and I chew this mint and all of a sudden I'm like okay I can get up and go to the kitchen right now. And then I go to the kitchen, but like I haven't eaten because I've been in bed depressed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so nauseous. So then I take a hit of my vape pen and the nausea goes away and then I can eat. And now I have energy and I've eaten and I'm out of bed. So guess what? Now I can go outside and walk to my mailbox and get my mail and that gets me out of the house. So it stops that cycle of being stuck in that depressive episode like within hours of just using the right products and the right dosage. And I think that if I go a long period of time without using those, 
some strands will make me like silly and goofy, but not all of them. And I don't think that necessarily like I'll get silly and goofy with the strands that I use, but it's more just like, I need less, like maybe instead of three hits of my vape pen, I just need one. And I feel the same way as three when I'm using every day, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know that totally makes sense. Sometimes I wonder if we can ever even go back. Like I always think about that sometimes, like maybe it is like, you know, like your levels of consciousness. Like I've been learning about you go to this one and then to this one, like you kind of just kind of keep graduating and going up. Like, I wonder if it's like, yeah, it's kind of like that, you know, like once you get that tolerance and once you kind of realize that you can use it to your benefit, you know what I mean? And not the other way then maybe then maybe you never go back to it being like, oh, my gosh. So like, because there'd be times like you talked about, I mean, this extreme anxiety. I've had friends who thought their head was like falling off, you know, and I'm like looking at them. They're like, my yeah. head's falling off. I'm like, no, it's not. It's right there. Um, that cold. Right. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> like. I feel like, again, friends in my life that we've gone through that, they've never gone back that way. Like I've never, but I, I, I actually have heard stories of people who've been like long time smokers and then randomly out of nowhere, they start getting paranoid again. But then they told me that they just like took a tolerance break and then started over and then the paranoia went away. But again, like from other studies I've read too, like it just, the cannabis brings out what's in you, you know what I mean? So like, if you're like a really paranoid person and you are like, let's say experiencing something like a new stress in your life, sometimes, you know, marijuana will like try to help you come to like, bring it in front of you and be like, face this, you know what I mean? But (laughs) at the end of the day, we don't want you being paranoid or anything like that. Anyone listening. So just cut down your dosage and you should be fine. (laughs) Yeah. I think it depends on the, the strand and the terpenes too, because like the cannabis plant, there are over a hundred different cannabinoids within the cannabis plant. So even like when I look at my dispensary's website and I'm looking at what I want to order for that week, it breaks it down by terpenes, by strands. What's terpenes? Explain terpenes. I don't know. The strands, which I think most of us know, like Indica is like the one, if you want to like be on the couch sitting down, it's definitely one that will help you get into like a deeper sleep. And then there's sativa. That's like the upper one. Like Alyssa said, there's hybrid. That's a mix of the two. What is this other thing I'm hearing? (laughs) So terpenes, I'm not going to be great at explaining this. So for anybody listening, Google terpenes and you'll understand it much more. But it's essentially like when if you were able to go to a dispensary and, you know, smell each flower or each bud, everything's going to have its own smell. And that's the part of the plant that's called the terpene. It's what releases the smell. So some might be more citrusy, some might be more skunk smell, some might be more of like a lavender smell. And it's just what part of the plant it is and how it's grown. Um, And so those different ones, like everything you look up on your dispensary's website will break that down for you. And so you can know, like when I used this, it made me paranoid. So I want to avoid these terpenes and strands going forward. And when I used this, it didn't make me paranoid at all. So I want to stick with ones with these kind of chemical makeups in it. Uh, it's very complicated. I know that was not a great, no, that was, no, that was phenomenal. No, that was great. Okay. That was great. And that's a really great tip too, to give all the listeners that, you know, when you do find something that makes you feel really good, feel really good, write that strain down, write down the terapies, (laughs) you know, um, get that down. Cause again, I mean, everyone will make you feel different way. You smoke it will make you feel different. Everyone has their own preference. I love to point that out too, because just again, like, it's so insane to me that we're all think that we're exposed, that we are supposed to experience life the same way, whether that be like, again, the way we taste things, the way we see things, the way we, the way we dance, the kind of movies that we watch. And we never really, you know, obviously like, Hey, I like scary movies. You don't like, Hey, you may like, I have yeah. friends that like to do the 
like the gas mask thing. And I hate that. Like the thought of the whole mask on your face and smoke all. I just, I don't like smoke near my face, you know, like, I don't like that. You know, (laughs) I have a friend, like I spoke about earlier um, when we moved out to California, she has four kids and she just, one, she didn't even really not like, just not like the smoke part. She just couldn't inhale. It was like, she physically couldn't get high. Like we would try so hard and she couldn't do it. Yeah. And so we got her, um, a really yummy lemonade bottle and she would literally just need to take one sip and be good. And her whole reasoning behind it was kind of just, she was always feeling on edge and just like really stressed out. She has four young daughters, three under the age of 10. And she just felt like every night when they come home from school, this was like pre pandemic, you know, when everyone's, everything was normal. Um, and coming home from school, doing homework, doing bath time for three girls, getting them on there. She felt like she was yelling and scolding the whole entire time. And when she texted me after she did one night using her lemonade, she was like, Shelby, I was wearing a pirate patch and was playing pirate in the bath time. Like that was the most phone phone, the most fun time I've ever had putting my kids down. She's like, I felt totally like conscious and like, like, you know, aware and like, you know, was totally capable of doing it. I just didn't feel like this need to like yell at them and be so stressed out. We just like, played some had some fun with it and then you know years later she still just drinks a little bit of lemonade when she feels overly stressed out when she just feels like she wants to be able to like let go of that list in her head and just sit down and play with her girls because I'm sure you know as a woman and especially you being like a busy working woman and then you know me being a mom too like I just feel like I'm always sitting like I need to be doing this I need to be making that appointment like I just never stop thinking of all the things that I need to do and I feel like Jackson can tell that about me too like when I'm just sitting there and like he just wants me like, like he'll make like a seat like a circle with his cars or like some kind of spot in the house it's like his new spot and he wants you to just come sit and listen with him and just yeah. like look at cars with him it's so cute but it's like sometimes I do realize that if I haven't you know taken a hit in a while I can't do that and I'm like one more second I need to do this and when I do sit down I'm on my phone and I'm not paying attention to him versus hey if I go upstairs go away take a quick sip of something or whatever and then I go back to him I literally am fully present for him and not thinking about all the other stressors in my life, which is like what happened for my friend too and why she just loves it. And again, she had the negative stigma on it as well. So um, I wish literally every single person could hear that story because it's true. Like it makes you a better mom when you're more present in your own life and then you can be present in your kid's life. And that's what it allows you to do because there's so many stressors in the world that it's like, we are humans, like we are going to get stressed out. And it's like, sometimes we need to be brought back into our own body and into our own awareness to be able to connect with our kids and those people around us. And it like just makes you more present in your life, which makes you a better mom. And I think that everybody needs to hear that because when people hear that mom smoke, like that's the stigma that pisses me off the most Mm, because I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Clearly, you've never seen a mom using it the right way. Right. But like yes. all these moms getting drunk on white cloth <sighs> every night is okay. Like yes. what? That makes no sense. I love that you brought that up. And can we please talk about that for a second? Because the fact that there's like yeah. a whole entire like industry behind it. There's shirts that say like I can't mom without my wine. There's literally wine glasses. Right. There's like literally a whole thing around it. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to judge yeah. any of those moms or do anything. I have a problem with the double standard. You know what I mean? Which is like. It's okay to be wasted and be taking care of your kids, Mm -hmm. but Lord forbid someone does like another version of self-care, self-whatever that you don't understand. 
You know what I mean? Which I don't understand. I'm sorry. I can never take yeah. care of my kid after drinking a whole bottle of wine. I just, I literally. Right. I, wine impairs your judgment and cannabis brings you into awareness. Like yes. they have opposite effects. Oh my God. I love that. I love that. It needs to be on a shirt. Cannabis brings you into awareness because it, I'm writing it really, down. truly does. I love that. I love that. Love that. Love that. And yeah, like, and again, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to speak on this, you know, on my, on my Instagram. I mean, honestly, this is like a huge deal that I'm even talking about this on my podcast, like saying all this stuff, because I've been so afraid because of the way the public and other people judge, especially being a mother, you know what I mean? Um, But I've always thought that people would be fascinated by it because even the few people in my life that do find out and I do tell them like, yeah, like, you know, I don't really like using the term pothead, but like, yeah, I'm a pothead. And they're just like, what? Like, how do you run a business? Like, how do you do all that you do? And I'm like, I do all that I do. I'm like, yeah, that's how I'm like, literally, that is how, like, I would have, I can tell you right now, I would have never started a blog. And even because obviously my blog is what led me to starting my business. Like I would have never been creatively like there enough or brave enough to like buy my own camera on my own, like posing in fashion outfits, like, Oh my goodness gracious. Like it really is insane when I think about back to it, but it really was like coming into tune more with myself through cannabis that I was able to be like, Oh wait, no, like I can do this. I'm brave. And yes, there's times, you know what I mean? Where I still don't feel confident in it. But at the end of the day, when I'm having, like we've talked about a tough time or having a moment, man. And I just take that hit the way that I feel like I go from feeling like angry, irritated. I can feel depression wave coming on to like literally being so happy and just like I want to turn music on. Oh my on. gosh, I'm so proud and, of you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. And I just feel like everyone should deserve that chance. You know what I mean? And I feel like I, I just yeah. want everyone to be able to have access to that if they want it. I'm not trying to force upon anyone to say, hey, turn into a stoner. I'm not trying to say break something that's already not broken. What's that say? Like don't don't fix something that's already broken. Don't break. Oh, yeah, there we go. We both. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to say like, hey, if you don't have any issues, like, go start smoking, become a huge like druggie or anything. Like, no, 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 no. But I'm just, you know, if you are suffering, if you have like confidence issues, like confidence issues or mental health issues, or for me, like, I don't know. I just, I, I walked through life just truly feeling, um, what's the best word? Just sad for myself and scared because I didn't know who I was or what I liked or what I wanted to do. And I felt like that I knew I had to work. I knew I had to like pay to live on this planet. At some point I was to be graduating college and be done. And I was terrified of that. I was like, I'm never going to like to work. I'm not good at anything and anything that I may be somewhat good at. I'm not going to like to do it. And I'm going to literally be miserable for the next 40 years of my life working some nine to five job. I was so lost and confused and it took literally getting my whole entire world turned up turned upside down a guy who I thought I was going to marry we said we loved each other our families were super intertwined he broke up with me on the phone I always kind of cling to that hope that you know that we would get back together waited a while we know went into a super deep depression and then finally it was cannabis that woke me up I started working out again I started doing more with my life I mean it literally took control of my life again over or you know with a substance that I thought took you out of control and just like you said no it actually brings you more into it and like that that needs to be spread more you know and I'm so glad that we're doing this and I hope a lot of people listening because I'm like hearing stories like this I hope that it inspires someone to at least take that chance to say hey you know maybe cannabis can help me through this x y and z problem that I'm dealing with and again ladies especially if you're listening if you're a lady that's like if you're dealing with a bad breakup I promise you like again you may think I don't see how it could help I don't know where 
just do a small dosage and go outside and run get to the gym like turn on some music yes. I promise you like just moving your body like I which is the next question I was gonna do ask you yoga. let's ask you because I know the answer to mine I'm okay. sure what's your favorite thing to do when you're high okay so I have a few okay. um and I love to do yoga I feel like I can move my body so much more when I'm high. Like I don't feel as tight. My muscles don't feel as tight physically. Yes. So I actually get a better workout if I take an edible or smoke beforehand. I love to meditate and journal because I feel like I get so creative and like, I don't even have to think about things. Like I just put pen to paper and it just comes out and I'm not even really like consciously writing anything and I look at it and I'm like damn girl that was great (laughs) yes that's how yes (laughs) yes my last one this is gonna sound weird but hear me out is to smoke or take an edible before I shower (laughs) because I feel like when I shower like I have no outside distractions you know there's no technology there's no phone there's no ipad there's no like work notifications going off and so it's like I can actually fully relax and then that's when I work on my relationship with myself and I'm like okay you are confident like you do have good ideas and I start coming up with ideas like I get so many yes ideas in the shower while you're in the shower yeah oh my god yeah I'm so glad you brought that up like some of my most successful and most profitable business ideas have come from getting high and taking a shower. Literally same. I cannot believe you brought this up because when I put this question down, I sent her these questions before. (laughs) I only thought of one thing because I was like, I just like name your one thing. But oh my God, I cannot. This is my other one thing too. Because girl, don't you think that it makes like the water hitting your skin feel differently? Like I swear it's like washing away all like the bad energy. And like you could actually feel like the water going down into the drain. I just, it's such a like... I don't know, like a feeling. It's like a mood shift. Yeah. Like I set the intention, like before I get in the shower, I'm like, I'm walking in this version of myself. I'm walking out version Alyssa 2.0 and she's a badass. Oh my God. So it's like, it just turns my day around. Oh my God. So much. Yes. I literally can't right now. This is, I love that. (laughs) I love that. I'm like, I'm going to start envisioning that to like when I'm walking in. I've heard like the, like washing away, like the old energy and like seeing it go down the drain, like visualizing it go down the drain. You know what I mean? But I love visualizing me walking in as this, like almost getting into a depressive. Cause like, cause for me, like, I, this is so great that because I think that's what I was doing but not realizing it already anytime I feel like a little wave of depression coming on or just that I need some me time literally the shower is my sanctuary like when you can do a podcast just call it shower sanctuaries (laughs) or sanctuary showers or something because seriously like I will come out feeling 20 million times better, but I think that's what I was doing, but not really realizing I was going in like saying, all right, yeah. this nasty old girl is like staying out of here to staying outside. She's getting in, but like, she's coming out a brand new, like woman. Shelby 2.0. Oh my God. Yes. Cause that seriously. And the idea thing, yeah, literally like most of all my ideas have come in the shower when I was high. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> love that and I love the journaling thing you've got me more into like writing things down and getting things out and I completely agree in the morning when I wake up I um, drink a glass of water I get my tea going I need to stop making the microwave but I'll get to that once you know (laughs) yeah baby Baby steps steps. you're doing great yeah and as my tea is being made I like I I smoke a little bit and get my all my books ready then I go sit down and I journal I write down my affirmations I manifest I do all that and I swear and then I kind of just write like whatever is coming yeah. to my mind and things. And I'm telling you, I've never been a good writer and I haven't written in so long. Luckily, thanks to you and Alexis and that workshop that we did and everything. Um, 
it just got me into tune, just wanting to write things down and wanting to kind of just like really work on my mental health. It was like inspiring and inspirational to hear, you know, all the things that y'all have done that have, that have worked. And honestly, the first day when I started, like, I literally was like, oh my God, it's been, I've been on my phone and on my laptop so much. I don't write anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, just, it's such a game changer. It really is. And the more that I was like, like before I, and like, it probably, I mean, this is embarrassing, like years, like, especially because I don't have the office anymore. And even before the office for to create, like just blogging still and like being a stay, like a stay at home mom, I was not writing anything down like at all, you know? And then, yeah. and I always just had it in my mind that like, I wasn't good at like coming up with any kind of things or like writing, but now that I started it, it, it up again and I do it, you know, when I'm high, I'm, I, I'm writing stuff down and I'll reread it. And I'm like, Whoa, like, yeah. I, I like, get that? a girl. Yeah. That was I literally am like, I'm a terrible writer. Like nothing I say makes sense ever. You know, and I'm like writing legit ass shit that I think should go in a book or something, you know? Right. <laughs> Oh my God. I love it. Yeah. It's that bringing cannabis brings you back into your awareness. And I truly think like, I'm so passionate about this because it allows you to connect with your physical body. It allows you to connect with your intuition and your brain. And it's like, there's so much noise in the world that we live in with technology and gossip and television and politics and the news and crazy weather, like everything is just noise. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we need help to separate that. And I feel like cannabis can be used as a tool to separate that and get back in touch with ourselves and who we are at our core without all that noise. I agree. Cause I look at, I mean, just look at it this way. If we can, if it's me, if it's socially acceptable to take supplements to help your gut health, you know what I mean? To help yeah. your skin, to help whatever kind of thing, like even like supplements that are like, you know, not pharmaceuticals, like legitimate supplements right. that are healthy. You know what I mean? To me, that's another version of this. This is a plant that grows from the ground. Like God put it here yeah. for a reason. Exactly. And I don't care what religion or if, or even if you're not religious at all, spiritually, like some form of energy. Yeah. Like <laughs> whoever it is, mother earth, like this plan exists for a reason. And to be honest, like the way I look at life, like dude, life has had many, 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 this planet, this one planet out of, you know, out of the universe and universe and universes of planets, this one has experienced so much in many, many lifetimes way before us than we can ever, ever experience. Yeah. And it's going to continue to go on when we are, are not here anymore. And the fact that we even exist at the same time, you know what I mean? With like a plant that's been discovered, you know what I mean? Like I, I probably should have done more research coming into it, but I mean, obviously like it hasn't been around forever, you know what I mean? And it probably has, but it just wasn't discovered, you know what I mean? By man to yeah. like do it and to smoke it. And the fact that we're here right now and we have access to it, and especially in a time where it's been legalized for a reason, the only reason why the federal government doesn't want to legalize it is because of how bad it's going to hurt the pharmaceutical industry. Exactly. literally of how terribly it's going to hurt it. So I, t I, I challenge everyone to think about it in that kind of way of like, this really is a gift that like, you know, even like 20, 10, 20 years ago, it was impossible. I mean, I think back to when I used to have to like buy it through a dealer <laughs> and like right, go to right. his apartment. It was so annoying. Sometimes you make me wait forever. I mean, it just wasn't a fun experience at all. And the fact that now that you can even like go into beautiful dispensaries that have stuff displayed yeah. like an Apple store, I mean, go to Colorado. I mean, even come out here to California. You can come. I mean, I still have my out of state driver's license and go in there. Like anyone can go in in California and Las Vegas. I'm trying to think of all the states. Um, in Washington, obviously, Colorado. And I mean, seriously, y'all, these are an experience and they're beautiful. Massachusetts Ma for my East Coast people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it really is just like an experience and beautiful. And it's not something like I feel like, you know, kind of like we talked about earlier. Some people like, look at me like this 
like you know grow like you know how you have to buy meth and like coke on the streets it's gross like that's not how weed is anymore guys it's not how marijuana and cannabis is like it's literally been legalized in most states for a reason the amount i mean just even google um you know if you really are interested into this stuff and like needing more reasons to like finally take the plunge like Google um, in Colorado, the first year that they legalized it, all of the tax benefits and what they gave that back to public schools. I mean, it's done nothing but help that state like tremendously. If you even look up the crime rate in Colorado since they legalized it, look up the crime rate in any state that they have legalized it. It has gone down. Depression has gone down in the air. Suicide rates. I mean, obviously not right now because the pandemic is going but before all of that i mean there are huge 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 benefits that again i just feel lucky to be alive during these like whatever you want to call them, like revolutions of like marijuana and people actually realizing like wait like maybe this is like better for me than drinking all this alcohol that i'm drinking and not you know partying because i mean again let's think about the party scene versus like the smoking scene i've not ne- you know yeah. what i mean like there's not people going home and driving home from smoking, getting in extreme car accidents. There's not people overdosing on marijuana. And yet, no, like there's two kids right next to me, unrelated incidents this past week died from drug overdose. And we, they're thinking that like, you know, it's because like, like it wasn't intentional because of all the fentanyl that they're putting in these other drugs. You know what I mean? That kids are getting, I forget what the, what one it is not ecstasy, but some other kind of one and saw it in a mom's group. And basically, you know, if the pandemic is hitting, everywhere else the pandemic is hitting these hard drug dealers you know they're cutting their cocaine and their whatever else they're doing with other bad terrible stuff to make more money off of it right now and people are dying you know and guess what marijuana you can get it from a legit grower legit dispensary (laughs) like and that is all happening in my mind for a reason because more and more people are finally starting to really truly realize the benefits of this amazing plant and they're not going to let it you know continue to be taken down and misled to the public by the government anymore so to me this is only the tip of the iceberg hopefully in like even five years from now we'll be like whoa like mayor i mean the fact that cbd isn't so much stuff which i did want to ask you um really quickly about like i know that you use cbd like more than i do i've been using it even in my skincare products and i'm loving the results are you having any good results with like cbd stuff Yeah. So there's a couple of cannabinoids that I use actually that are legal in every single state. You do not need to go to a dispensary to get them. Um, I work with a company that has products with these cannabinoids in them, which is how I started learning about them. And um, CBD is very well known, but there's two other ones that are sort of like becoming more popular right now. And they have so many amazing health benefits. Those are CBG and CBN and CBD is amazing for inflammation. It's amazing for, you know, calming you down and that sort of thing. But CBG is all of those things. Plus it's incredible for gut health and stabilization. And then CBN is great for, you know, those same things as CBD, but CBN is a natural sedative found in the cannabis plant that is comparable to like a sleep aid, like taking something that your doctor prescribes you to sleep, but without any of the negative side effects and without any of the, you know, addiction uh, problems that could come with narcotics and sleep medications like that. And it works just as well. Like since I started using CBN, I take it in a gummy form before I sleep. I literally have never slept so good in my life and I've been on sleeping pills before and I absolutely hated them because I woke up every morning feeling 
more tired than when I went to bed. And these, the CBN is totally natural and it gives you such a deep sleep and it prevents you from tossing and turning that you wake up. Like I wake up at 7 a.m. every morning without an alarm, without an alarm, like energized and ready to go and fully rested. And I need less sleep now because I'm sleeping better throughout the night. And it's just like mind blown. I never even heard of it until last year. I've never heard of either one of those things, but y'all like, especially the gut health one, like yeah, our gut is like, leading I us back to so disease. much. I need help with my gut. Yeah. I have celiac disease. I have IBS and I have colitis and CBG has, oh my gosh, been like literally changed my life and, and not even being dramatic about it. Like it really, really has, like, I'm not bloated all the time anymore. My I'm a regular, like it's, it's crazy. I used to be hospitalized at least twice a year for complications with those three digestive issues. And I haven't been to the doctors sick or hospitalized since I started using these in my daily routine, which is the longest period of time I've ever gone without going to a hospital. Oh my God. I'm so happy for you. Like literally it's like, yay. Like literally you deserve that. I know it's crazy. Everyone deserves that. You know what I mean? Like everyone does. Like I cannot stress that enough. Like no one should have to be put under these like long-term effects that they're going to have from these freaking pharmaceutical pills that are being shoved. I mean, when I was pregnant, I was like super nauseous. I can barely handle it. And he's like, okay, take this. And I was like, well, it's not working. He's like, okay, take double that. When that was work, he's like, take triple that. And that's when I was like, no dude, like I'm not going to keep taking more pills. Like that's insane. Right. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, and that's one, like a good point to even just put into y'all's minds is like, Hey, it may not be legal by the federal government yet, but look how much, I mean, the industry back in the day, even like a couple of years ago, they would have never been able to profit off of CBD. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're profiting still off an illegal plant. You know what I mean? That's still illegal to the federal government. You know what I mean? And like, it's- Well, these strands, the CBD, the CBG, and the CBN are federally legal. You can get them in every single state and there's no legal ramifications. No, so yes, 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 yes. But I'm just it. saying how it comes from oh, oh. marijuana. You know what I mean? Which yeah. marijuana is this class whatever drug in the same class as meth, which has just been something that's been kind of brought up in the industry, you know, this year. is kind of like how there's a bunch of people sitting in prison you know, because of marijuana and that they've had marijuana and then, but here are all these skincare companies and this, that making all this money off of a, you know, yes, CBD is legal, but it's coming from this amazing plant that has these really bad, you know, still stereotypes and classified things placed on it. But I mean, that just also means that we're in the right direction, you know what I mean? Hopefully and that down the road that it will. And again, if you're afraid of CBD, like again, like, no, that that's part of it. That's I've had so many people question, like, are you sure I won't get high? Are you sure I won't whatever? Yeah. No psychoactive effects for any of that CBD, CBG and CBN. There's no psychoactive effects. So if you're scared of THC and the traditional weed like that's also a really great way to ease yourself into it and to experiment with it and see what positive effects you can feel from that exactly exactly um so do you want to tell us like a little bit of how we could get some of these CBD products for me right we could get them from you yeah I have them linked right on my Instagram at your wellness bestie the link in my bio goes to my website and it'll take you but Honestly, like I prefer everybody who's interested in trying them to personally message me because there's so many different options and there's so many different milligram amounts that like I truly would love to get to know you and what you're experiencing first so I can help you like guide you to the right product. Um, So there's cut out that trial and error phase, if that makes sense. 
that's amazing. Um, Cause yeah, we all know that we could use that kind of help. I'm sure it's something that I would even um, need help with. <laughs> and um I'll bring them on our glamping trip don't worry heck yes um and then I also did talk about so my favorite thing real quick to do while I'm high is to work out (laughs) I don't know it's it's like even lately and I think everyone's kind of been going through this with like the pandemic especially depending on where you live and I live in California so we've been super shut down I've been you know the thing that has brought me the most joy in my life um, throughout this pandemic has been going on my skates and getting active outside. But for some reason, the last couple months, I've been having some depressive waves before I'm getting out the door, just anxiety, just not being able to go, um, you know, whatever the case may be. But because I've done it before, you know, where, you know, especially, I mean, guys, there is a feeling like an amazing one. (laughs) Like I can't even explain it skating when you're high. Um, just the rolling, just the motion. I mean, literally, especially if you can go somewhere where like, I have this like little, um, path that I found. It's a sidewalk that goes around a country club. That's pretty secluded. doesn't have a lot of people. It's not a, like, it's not a major road. And I'm telling you, I'll just be going and feeling the music and kind of close my eyes just a little bit, but enough where I'm kind of open and seeing the sun and just like have my arms out feeling the wind. And I'm doing that thing in that book that you sent me, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm about to enter the quantum field. I'm about to enter it because I'm like nothing. Does that mean that is amazing. I felt the joy in my body when you said that. That <laughs> makes me so happy for you. Thank you. And I'm and I'm not trying to say that I wouldn't for sure not have that feeling if I wasn't high, but I would like it to helps. point out, yeah, it helps because I have a very um like ADD mind. My mind's yeah. always racing, always going. I'm always thinking I can't shut that thing up. But when I'm smoking, I mean, when I get high like that like I talked about with Jackson and being able to sit down and be really present with him because of it. That's kind of how it is for me and working out. I'm just kind of more present in the moment, not thinking all these thoughts and thinking about what I need to be doing that I shouldn't be working out. Do I really have time to be working out? Um, you know, all this, I'm kind of tired. This feels crappy, whatever, versus like if I smoke before I'm able to close out all those things and, and get into tune with my workout and kind of even do some self work. Like Alyssa talked about where as I'm skating, I'm telling myself great things about myself and I'm like, I'm strong. I'm fast. I am so grateful that I'm able to, to work out. I'm grateful that I live somewhere where it's always beautiful. So I can go on a skate. I'm grateful that I have right. two strong legs that are able to even like balance on these skates and do it. Like I am grateful that I am alive. I am blessed to seriously be here in this moment right now. And I'm telling you, I go home and it's like, I can't even believe I almost didn't get out the door. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even believe I was about to skip that workout, you know? And so that's like kind of a tip too, that I have like one, it's my favorite thing. Cause I mean, it was the thing I thought I could never do when I was high, which is workout <laughs> high. And then now that I've discovered that you can do it, like, Oh, I just, I work out harder. I run further. I run faster when I run, I do more reps when I'm doing, you know, any weight workouts, it makes me just, especially with music, like it takes it to a whole nother level, but the tip part. And like, you're literally in the best shape of your life right now too. Like, and I know that about you, you're in the best shape of your life right now. And it's like, that plays a role in it for sure. Oh, 1000%. And thank you for saying that. That's so- <laughs> you are. <laughs> you're killing it. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like from even being in college and, you know, whatever, like I thought I was like, I thought that was my skinniest times in my life. And like, the, like the time I was in like the most, whatever you call it, like the best shape of my life. But no, now that I'm more in tune with myself, like my mental health, like everything, it's just a really, 
it's a really freeing thing, especially again, because I use the workout to like, not just to make my physical body better anymore, but my mental health better too. As before, when I was younger, I was only thinking, God, when I think about how I used to think when I was young, like I just get so mad at myself. (laughs) But like, how did I have any friends? Like, how did anyone even want to be around me? I was such a just whatever person, but Anyway, back to the part of, again, if you're struggling on some days with depression, I mean, I feel like just everyone, I mean, I, and, and, I and, and I don't mean to put everyone in a bubble, but I just feel like, hey, we're all just fine. It's okay. Like we were, we were put through hell this last year and I think we're all struggling right now. And if you're struggling to do the one thing that used to be the thing that got you through this pandemic, which for me was working out. And if you struggle to get to that point to work out and you've stopped working out, I can't imagine where you are right now. You know what I mean? Mentally. So find yourself some marijuana, smoke a little bit. And I promise you, it'll get you out that door. I promise you. And what I always do too, even on the hardest days, even after I smoked, if I still feel like I don't want to do it, I just force myself to do it. And I promise you the cannabis in your body will awaken that motivation. And I know we don't need to get into this now because it'll be too long, but Alyssa, we know the truth and we have to have another podcast to talk about it, to talk about it. Motivation is a myth. It's a myth, y'all. It it's is. a myth. It's all a bunch of boo-boo. Like, I can't, like, literally, you have to say what you say, Alyssa. You have to whatever to get motivated. <laughs> motivation is a lie. You create motivation through action. Yes, so yes. You're not going to find it anywhere. You become motivated by taking action. Yep. And that's how, honestly, like, that feeling after every workout, you know what I mean? Of just, like, I am so glad I did it. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm, I feel 20 million times better. This is why I wanted to do it. That's what gets me to do it the next time when I don't feel like doing it is knowing that I'm going to get to have that feeling again, you know? And right. again, if you feel like your mind's like not going to. runner's high. Yep. After that runner's high. Yep. And if you know, for some odd reason, or you think in your mind, again, if you haven't experimented or tried working out with cannabis, like, and if you have those days, that's just like you know, I can't, I'm not going to be able to get to that. Like, I'm not going to think and feel that way today. So I'm not going, no, go take an edible, like go take yes. a mint, like Alyssa said. And then I promise you, like, if you just like, like, you know, like just how you talked about how it helps get you out of that cycle, you know, you do the one yeah. thing and then just get off the door and just start to walk. Then you might start to run or maybe just go on a walk that day. I could go into hours and hours of telling you how studies and things I've read in college was studying physical therapy that even walking around your block once a day versus not walking walking around your block once a day is so beneficial to your muscles, your joints, your bones, your mental health, everything. So much just a simple walk around your block. Isn't that crazy? It is absolutely crazy. Yeah. And that was the hardest part about with, me for, with, you know, with physical therapy was asked, like when I tell like, you know, the old lady who just got her hip replaced, like, you need to go on a walk every day, but she refused to do it. And then would come in and complain about her complaint, her pain, complain about this, complain about that. And I was like, Oh my God, all you have to do is go on a walk. And it just does so much for you. So you just, all you have to do is smoke y'all. It does so much for you. No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No, really. no peer pressuring here, but no, totally do. And of course you can um, DM either one of us at styling sunshine at your wellness bestie. If you have any like personal more questions for us, like where do you, you know, just anything, anything we're here to help you. I'm a total open book. Yeah, same. And I'm all about um, helping people on their cannabis journey just because it has helped me so much. And the person that I have a baby with um, actually helped me a lot more. Like at the beginning, like I would never be where I'm at now. And I never would have like a medical card and stuff if it wasn't for him. So I applaud you, Alyssa, because I was very, very, very scared at the beginning. And I just refused to go to dispensaries. Don't ask me why. It's kind of like how we (laughs) talked about earlier this week, how like I just refused to do certain things. 
things because I'm like too scared and whatever. I was that girl that couldn't make her own phone calls growing up. I had my mommy call everyone for me, whatever. For some reason, I was terrified. And look at you now, the CEO of your company. I know. I don't even know who I am. No, I'm kidding. I totally know who I am. I know exactly who I am. Boom, baby. But yeah, so if you're even feeling that way too, like you just need a little bit more of a push, like you're like, you're like alone. You don't want to go to the dispensary by yourself. Like girl, girls on here, boys on here. I mean, I'm not trying to like push, put my services out there too much, but I will literally be on the phone with you. Like until you walk into the dispensary, like you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Walk inside. But obviously when you get inside, we'll have to get off the phone because no phones allowed in the dispensaries. But I don't know if that's that way out there. Totally is how it is out here. But again, um, I just, I am a very, very big advocate for like, I know this is scary and a lot of people look down on it and you may not have like a good circle around you to be able to like try to take on this journey. So just know that you do have someone here and Alyssa said so too. You have us here to, you know, help you start that journey. Cause I, you know, when I think about that with people who live, you know, in areas where just like majority of people are against it, you know, and majority of people like you just don't really have the access and you can't turn to your friends or family. Like, Hey, like I'm really depressed. I think I might need to get some weed and they'll look at you like, no, take a pill. And you're like, yeah, but I want weed. Just DM us. Okay. We'll help you. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Alyssa, for um, joining us. Everyone, make sure you go follow Alyssa on Instagram at your wellness bestie. And again, all the products that we spoke about, just go even check out her Instagram. She posts the coolest, like I want the bath salt thing you posted about the other day with the Valentine's day thing with you in the bath. I mean, the products I see her use and the the um the labeling and the just name of this company and everything. Um, I've seen I'm Alyssa obsessed. join it from the beginning and everything that this company stands for. And I'm telling you, it's it's products that you want to get in your hand and that you want to send to friends and family that you have in your life. So go check out her Instagram because it's amazing. And make sure you tune in next time for the next episode of Speaking Sunshine. And Alyssa, I hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining us. I love you. Thank you so much. Love you. Stay high.